0: Hey there, special educators, welcome to Autism Academy 360, a podcast to making your job as special education teachers easier. I'm Lisa. And I'm Abby, a behavior specialist. And together, we have over 25 years of special education experience. And I'm a veteran autism teacher. We both are passionate about empowering you with practical teaching strategies and actionable tips and tricks that will help you thrive in your role. Whether you're a seasoned educator looking for fresh insights, a newbie navigating your first classroom, or a parent of a neurodivergent child, this podcast is your go-to resource for all things autism. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey there, special educators, and welcome back to the Autism Academy 360. I'm your host, Lisa Holliday, and today I want to talk about the importance of using visual schedules in the classroom. So visual schedules are just a visual prompt that is used to help our kids understand what's coming next. Simple, right? But so many teachers forget to use them. And I've even talked to some teachers who think they're just a waste of time. Like what? Visual schedules are actually evidence-based practices and are based on the idea that students on the spectrum struggle with predicting what's coming next. These visual schedules are made and used to help depict their day or what's going to happen next. We all should be using them. No matter what type of schedule you are using, you need to be using them in the classroom. Students on the autism spectrum often need to visually see what's coming next and how their day is going to go. I want to go through today a list of all the reasons that using visual schedules is so important. And I'm talking about individual visual schedules. I'm not talking about the main one that's on the classroom board. I'm not talking about a schedule that is shared by multiple students. I'm talking about one schedule that is used by one student. So let's dive into it. Anxiety reducing. First and foremost is the fact that that it reduces anxiety. There are many students on the spectrum that have daily struggles with anxiety and stress, And to not know how their day is going to play out or even like what's coming up next can cause them to explode and can manifest into severe or even very aggressive behaviors. We want these students to be able to focus on what they're doing. So why not clear their thinking by providing that visual schedule to calm their anxiety and relieve their stress? I've seen so many teachers even power struggle over this. They truly need to know What is coming next? Next one is independence. Just like how you and I check our notebooks or calendars or digital reminders, we want our students to be able to check their schedules independently too. They will not always have someone telling them what to do next their entire lives. So it's our goal, our job, to make sure that they can do this all by themselves as young as we possibly can, right? Start this in kindergarten. All right. The next one is no arguing. When students are checking their schedules and they have time to transition, they can't argue with us or the teacher. It's whatever the schedule says. When teachers aren't telling the students what they do or what they can do or what's coming next, they can't argue with us. The schedule is telling them what to do. They can't argue with an inanimate object, can they? All right. The next thing is reminders. Visual schedules can help remind your students what's coming next. Do you ever have a child constantly ask when lunch is? Well, this alleviates that problem and allows the child to kind of glance at the schedule and figure it out for themselves. Some kids often forget multiple times in a day or multiple times in a 30-minute session, but always have that visual schedule to refer to. The next thing I want to talk about is zero words. Most adults often forget to use as little words as possible. Using visual schedules allows us to use those pictures and words can be eliminated altogether. Remember, kids on the spectrum have a very hard time processing those verbal cues. So using as many visual cues as possible will make them that much more successful. All right, next thing is There are just so many versions. There are endless ways that you can use visual schedules so that you can always switch it up if that particular schedule is not working for your kiddo. You can have a horizontal schedule, a vertical schedule, you can make schedule out of Legos, you can put a schedule in a notebook, you can put a schedule on an iPad, you can program a smartwatch nowadays to set up a visual schedule. There are just so many different ways that you can provide visual schedules for students on the autism spectrum. The possibilities are seriously endless. All right. Let's talk about uses. You can use visual schedules within a center, a whole class schedule, individual schedules, small group schedules, gen ed schedules. There's really so many ways that you can use this. However, I am specifically talking about individual schedules, but I just want to let you know that there are a variety of using visual schedules within your classroom. All right let's talk about another reason why I just love having visual schedules, and that's improving on-task behaviors. When students are so worried about not knowing what's coming up next, they can actually use all that brain power to stay on task and complete their work think about that. I would love to see students stop worrying so much about what's going to happen next. They can't see a schedule, so they have no idea. It's taking up all of their brain power. And having that go away and alleviate some of that stress is incredibly important. So let's talk about how it can increase communication and social skills. There really are so many kids that use their visual schedules as a talking point, which increases the amount of language and it provides opportunities for our students to use speech. It also makes talking points with their peers and other students, which can improve their social skills as well. So if Johnny has gym and Sarah has gym at the same time, they can conversate about going to gym together. Somebody might come up and point to the gym on their schedule and say, hey, we're going to gym together. That makes them feel included and increases that communication and social skills. So I have found that there really are only three downsides to visual schedules, but really it's an us problem, not a them problem. And them, I mean the students. So time, cost, and space. I'm not going to lie to you. Planning and creating visual schedules does take some time and could cost some money out of your own pocket. Not to mention the amount of space that you're going to need either to store them display them. But listen, I promise you, it is so worth it. I have seen students' behaviors completely turn around when using visual schedules. And I would even say it was a lifesaver in some instances. In my last district, I was on the autism resource team, where I would go in and do observations for students on the autism spectrum. And I would make recommendations based on my observations. Many times I would go in and I know these students have visual schedules in their IEP, yet they weren't being used or they were shoved in the desk or it wasn't in the student's view. And so I think a lot of times what happens is an us problem because we are not implementing the correct way. We have to make sure that the student knows how to use the schedule, the staff knows how to use the schedule and that we know how to fade the prompts from the staff so we can get students as independent as possible. So let's dive a little bit deeper in using the right kind of visual schedule. Honestly, using the right type of the schedule can make or break the classroom. Students crave that routine. They need to know what's coming next. Now, remember, even grown adults that are typically developing need and want visual schedules, whether it's a list on my phone or a pacing guide or a checklist that I made for vacation or whatever. I also use schedules, visual schedules, so I don't forget anything or I know what's coming next. So let's talk about some different types of schedules. I'll also be making another episode where I dive deep in the different types of schedules, but I did wanna give you a few so that you know what to do after this episode. So you can make object schedules. You could make first then boards, which could be used as a visual schedule. You could use a picture schedule, which is basically the ones that we're always thinking about with the little icons on a vertical piece of paper. You can have a written schedule, so maybe you just write something down. You could have a binder schedule. You can use real photo schedules, just taking pictures of the activities and or teachers that you have in the building. You could have mini schedules. I'm also going to be doing another episode all about mini schedules because that's a whole nother topic. You could be have a traveling schedule, something that they could take around their building. There really are just so many different types that you could be using. I do have a pack of visual aids and a pack of color-coded visual schedules that you can grab from my TPT store. I'm going to link those in the show notes. I also have a really great blog post all about frequently asked questions for visual schedules that I may consider putting into an episode later on, but I will also link that in the show notes. And sometimes just knowing the why gives us a little bit better buy-in. Sometimes I have paraprofessionals professionals or other staff working with students that have individual schedules and they really don't understand the why. Going through this podcast episode will give them the understanding of why it's so important to be using individual visual schedules with these students. To celebrate the launch of this podcast, we're doing a giveaway, Two winners will receive a $25 gift card to each of our website stores. There are two ways to enter. Screenshot your favorite episode, episodes one, two, or three, and add the screenshot to your Instagram stories and tag one of us at chalkboard underscore superhero or at mrs underscore Moe's underscore modifications, or just write a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to include your name in that review. You will get two entries if you do both. The giveaway closes on February 18th, 2023. Winners will be announced on February 19th on Instagram. If you want to learn more, you can always head over to our websites. We will leave the links in the show notes. Thanks for joining me on our second episode. Catch you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Autism Academy 360. We hope that you've gained some tips and motivation to fuel your week ahead. Before you go, don't forget to hit that follow button on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you want to show support, head to Apple Podcasts and leave your rating and review. Until next time, stay inspired, stay informed, and most importantly, stay connected. We'll catch you in the next episode.